big warm welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marion Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles, and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big one. Welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose. And I'm Lael Stone. And welcome to this episode on mother power. Mm-hmm. This is, I love that we've we've come to this podcast because we often share and that, um, you know, what we talk about each week has got a lot to do with what's happening in our worlds or clients we see or different things. And this by far has happened because of where we've been in the world in the last week or two and what's evolving and changing for us. So, you know, this, this is why I think today we are talking about mother power because of what it means, I think, not only to us and the impact of what we feel that could be in the world. Mm. So I even wonder how you feel when you hear that word, mother power. How do you feel? What what shows up in you? Mm. Thing. Mm. It's a really good question, isn't it? Because I think depending on what was modelled to us, depending on where we sit within our own power, depending on whether we feel it's safe to have power or not, may conjure up all sorts of different feelings. So I love that you asked that question, first of all. What does that look or feel like for you or how does that land in your body? It's really, it's, it's really interesting, isn't it? What, well, let's, let's go there. What do you think it looks and feels like for you, Marion? At the moment, I feel I have a huge smile on my face and I, um, I feel this really deep, steep sense of embodiedness. Like I can feel myself sitting. Uh, I feel deeply connected to you and to what's all around me and this, this yes, this absolute yes, and this deep sense of a cultural awakening that we are I think we're being invited to towards to really see how powerful we are as mothers and the to you know this next layer of cultural deconditioning around around power and what what true power is compared to what we have seen uh in in this domination culture what, mm. what we think of as power and what true power is, which is, mm. I think, very different from how it has been seen. Mm. I, I agree completely. And I think yeah, yes to all that you said without me repeating everything you just said because <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. But I'm like, yes, to all of that because if you had have asked me in the past what power was, you know, I would have a very different answer to what I say now and, you know, would have perceived power to be scary and would have been something I have to um, succumb to and that it is and usually and if we we're talking about power, really, it would have been power over me and where I am in the world and all those kind of things. But it sits very differently with me now. And I think, you know, there's a real reason why we're talking about this. I mean, for me, when I think about mother power, um, similar to you, I feel a deep anchoredness in my being. And I, I explained this to you too, that when I think of that, I imagine myself almost as a mountain as being so deeply grounded and anchored and so in a truth. So I can parent from that place from centeredness and not from fear, but from deep trust and um, from, from a place that 
you know, with real power comes from honoring my journey, honoring others' journeys, not trying to power over anyone else, tell them how it should be, how it should look, but owning my own story and turning up for my children with as much spaciousness as possible so they're free to be who they need to be, you know, stepping into the powerful woman I am, having my yeses, having my very clear no's and, um, you know, coming from a place of love. It's really interesting actually saying this because often recently when I talk about whether it's boundaries or limits we have with our kids, I keep saying to people, you know, you need to feel anchored and grounded when we're setting that boundary, but your heart needs to be so open as you say the words, as you are setting that, because that is where you're coming from a place of power, not from power over and not from powerlessness, you know. So it's it's a really interesting topic to talk about because uh, as we know, because we work with a lot of women, more women than, we, than with men, that a lot of women feel deeply powerless and I think don't even know how powerful they are or know how to even access their power in who they are. And I think that's what we really wanted to explore more today. Loved how you articulated all of that now. So gorgeous. Do you know, what? I, I'm when I think about loving limits, as you were talking about, and one of the reasons I love that term and created that term is because to me it has love and what I call will or power in it. And it's embodied in that uh, phrase and I'm really remembering the very first time that I felt that in my body in my parenting and it was when um, my son was hitting and headbutting after his dad and I had separated and gone from the beautiful calm all of those things to this that this constant head headbutting and hitting and I remember I got to the point where uh, I was, I didn't really know what loving limits were really like to really embody them. And I got to that point one day where I really felt this strong sense in my body of, I am not willing to be hurt anymore, but it wasn't, um, uh, angry, aggressive. It wasn't a like, uh, uh, you know, which is, I think, as you say, we often think of this power being power over, which is like aggression mm-hmm. or powerlessness. That's the only two choices in the domination culture. Whereas this was like, uh, I am, I am not willing to be hurt anymore, but also I'm, I'm here loving you, loving myself. I'm not willing for you to be stuck in this anymore. And it was so powerful to have that body sense for the very first time of, I am not willing to be hurt anymore like this. And to actually feel that it's such an energetic thing, isn't it? To really get that. It's that, and that's the paradox, isn't it? That actually power isn't, power is about our capacity to, act and choose and have agency and all of that but it really comes from that deep internal sense of no this is a no exactly as you said this is a yes and this is a no and this is what I stand in and stand by mm. well there's so many places I want to go straight away with all <laughs> these things so I'm just um I'm just trying to think well what I want to say first of all is um you know we obviously are the aware parenting podcast this isn't classically aware parenting that we're talking about here um I mean Aletha Salter's all her beautiful work and, and structure that a lot of what we work on but this is I guess something we feel called to talk about because of where we are in our own journey and what we're about to do so we'll go into that in a minute but I want to come back to that piece around um there can often feel such a fear around owning our power and there can feel such a great fear in 
in feeling powerful. And, you know, I, in my work, I guess, always love to look back at, well, what did we witness when we were younger? Did, did we have powerful um, imprints for us in our parents or people around it? Did we see an embodiment of power that we thought, yes, that's what it would look like? I know from my work and talking to many people, there's not many people that did have that experience of what, I guess, that true embodied power look and felt like that we can then go, ah, there's an example of how it is. Um, for a lot of people, feeling powerful is dangerous. You know, when when someone is in their power, then often that can reflect back to others that they're not and then other people can often criticise or judge or try and pull them down from, from doing that so it can feel very dangerous. I can't be in my power because I then won't be part of the tribe or perhaps people will judge and criticise me more so it's, it's safer to feel small and to step into who I am. I mean, there's so many different themes and stories that go with why it feels dangerous to actually own our power. If I was really powerful, does that mean my partner might not love me anymore? If I was really powerful, does that mean that I wouldn't be, um, people wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't appeal to people or I would be too um, hard? You know, do I have a concept that that means I have to be hard and shut down? Like we have so many stories. We have so many stories around what that means. And I think this is a beautiful conversation because we all have our own different sense of what that embodied powerful mother looks and feels like. Or perhaps none of you or some of you have never even thought of what she would look or feel like. And um, I think the reason we are coming to this because a lot of what has fueled this conversation between both Marion and I has been around that there's time, it's time, we feel this time <laughs> for a change on the planet because we are living and we have, as Marion's talked so beautifully about this domination paradigm, how we have often women, particularly mothers, have been disempowered for so long. And now it's time for us to actually claim that power. It's time for us to actually own it within ourselves, to stand up, to be the powerful versions of ourselves, which then just trickles down to being able to support, hold, love our children in the way that they deeply need so that then they are free to be who they need to be. So there is a lot of fire in our bellies as to why we are talking about this. And, you know, I mean, this, uh, should we, <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. There's so many things we could talk about here. I'll talk about myself because I always talk about my own story. Um, you know, where we're sitting at the, in the world at the moment is, you know, Marion and I were getting together in this last week to finish writing a book that we have been working on for a year and a bit. And we started the book kind of pre-COVID time and we were writing a, a beautiful um parenting book on just so much of the beautiful stuff we've learned through aware parenting and a lot of the other work that we've done and we we thought we'd take what we have collaborated here on this podcast and turn it into a book so we got together a year and a bit ago we wrote this beautiful book we almost finished it and then we didn't get the chance to be together again because of COVID and we thought oh timing's not right we'll sit on it there's lots of other things we were doing in the time but we're like now okay we've got to finish the book so we come back together to try and do it and we're both rereading what we've written and we're both like oh, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. And at this time, um, you know, I go up to see Marion in Byron Bay because I live in uh, Melbourne in a different state here in Australia. And um, and then all of a sudden we can't even see each other because COVID is happening all of a sudden. <laughs> a pop-up of COVID happened where we are and uh, we can't be in the same place together. And then I'm feeling really powerless and I have a lot of feelings going on around it, a lot of feelings. I had to do a lot of venting and a lot of anger came up for me around feeling powerless 
stress around the situation and what I'd been trying to create and it's not working and all this stuff. And really what came from that was for both of us sitting in this sense of that <sighs> that powerlessness feeling of mothers is is something that needs to be addressed and that we want to change. And um, I guess what was born from that is, yes, we have this beautiful, wonderful book, which we've almost finished, which we're going to publish, but we just went, it is time to talk just to mothers because we feel on some deeper level that it is time for mothers to own their power, to step up and to be the fullness of who they are in the world because the world needs change and um so we're doing two books now and and, uh and our second book really is is this is a a letter to mothers about where that sits for you and what that would look like and who you would be if if we could heal where we've come from and we had the support to move through all of that and then what it might look like to step into who you are. So, um, you know, we always talk about trusting life, you know, the little innocent, I'll come up to you for a week, we'll just finish writing our book. <laughs> Nothing happened. I wrote about a paragraph. <laughs> and then, but what came from that was actually these deeper feelings that we work through to where we want to be and what what message we want to put out there in the world. And I feel like it's all perfect timing of, of where we are. And so I think that is a bit of a background about where we're coming from and why we're doing this and why we feel it is so deeply important at this time that we, um, that we speak this. Oh, I love all that. <laughs> I wonder how, how you're feeling, listeners, as you listen to Lael speak all of that. Where are you? Where are you standing in all of this? Because I have a sense for so many of us, we're like, as we say, we so deeply trust the invitation of life. So I wonder how it would be also to see whatever's showing up for you around this global situation to be seeing how are you being invited to perhaps connect with old feelings of powerlessness, to connect with your yes and your no, to actually connect with your true power, which is not power over. It's not the domination paradigms perspective of power it's a deep power from love exactly as you said Lael so I love that so much and I think for me is the 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 call is to you know I, I think there's lots of things I've loved and believed in for a long time and haven't really spoken so clearly and I've wanted to you know, I'm so big on compassion I will always stand by compassion uh, and my sense is being called to speak more strongly about those things that it's it's time now I love that you said that it's time it's time and I, I think in a way we don't have in a way we've had the luxury of quite a lot of time around this and I have the sense that things are speeding up and that the the calling is more urgent now it's like we don't have a lot 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 of time for for us as mothers I think we're being invited to, to actually take a stand and you know what I love about we've been talking about in our work with mothers is so often about really supporting mothers and seeing in places where we have been willing to put up with stuff that we don't enjoy. Now I know for me this was a huge journey over many years of 
so much and we've talked about this in previous podcasts you know the resentment the resentment being an indication that we are putting up with stuff that we actually don't really want and there's this this power journey which supports us in saying I am not willing to do that anymore I'm not willing to put up with stuff I'm not willing to be party to this I am actually willing to stand here and know that actually that is the safest thing to speak my no here and and there's no longer the so no longer the, 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 I don't know what it is. That this, like it's, it's now, the time is now. <laughs> mm. Yes, I agree. And I think, you know, the powerlessness, I mean, we all know how it feels. Exactly. It turns up as resentment. It can turn up as projection onto others, how they aren't doing what we want them to do, how they should change and how it should look different. You know, that's a huge one I often see working with clients is that, but they need to change and do this. And if it looked like that, it would be okay. And don't they realize they're this and that? And, you know, I often invite parents to lean into, okay, well, but where are you in all this? And what are you co-creating in all of this? And and what is this meaning for you? If we, we were to remove that person from the situation of what's happening and come back to what does it feel like for you, then perhaps what sits underneath is this sense of that, well, I'm actually not getting my needs met. And we go, okay, beautiful. You're not getting your needs met. So what would that look like for you to get your needs met? Where do you need to say no? Where do you need to say yes? What do you need to shift and change within you? Because the other person is just doing the other person, right? They they are doing their best job in how they're living life. Like this is our reaction and our response to it. And that's, you know, one of the things I see is a huge theme is our projection onto others of why things aren't the way we think they should be and it's often such a beautiful invitation into well where does that land for you and what are you making that mean and so often and particularly for mothers I think because we are so good at putting our needs last we are so good at taking care of others we we forget what our true desires and needs are and and again it comes back to if we watch that with our own mothers who were selfless who you know being a a great mother means putting everyone else's needs first don't worry about me if we watch that of course that's the story of how we think it looks and we carry that on but if I was to set a limit around that or I wasn't to do that well then what would that mean you know in relationship to my own mother what would that mean in relationship to myself would I then be selfish you know whatever it is I think these are such beautiful things to lean into as to where are we not owning what it is that we deeply desire and need and what is our fears if we did claim that? Because I think we see it all the time with, with these beautiful, amazing mothers particularly. And I think, and I'm really, we're just speaking to mothers today because we work with mothers probably more than anybody. And I think, you know, we really relate to a lot of that story of how that looks. And, and it's not saying too that fathers don't feel powerless. I'm sure they have their own stories within that. But I guess we really wanted to speak to, to mothers today. That I think it's really important to to lean into and look at, you know, what would it mean if I was powerful? What would it mean if I was really centered? What would it mean if I was able to speak my truth and claim what I wanted and this my space in the world? What would happen then? Because that is often what the fear is, what that would then mean. Yes. And I, I think often, and I know you've spoken to this already just earlier on, but it's often either our memories of our parents, perhaps when they, when we saw power in them, but it was more uh, aggression or blame or power over or coercion. 
or we would get hurt. So we saw power being modeled in that way. We, I, I think in the culture, it's actually very new to see this form of embodied power, this loving power. So I think often we didn't get that modeled. And, I, and also I think for many of us where we did stand up and say no as a child, whether that was in our family or in our school or with friends, that often painful things happened. We might have got shamed, we might have got punished, we might have got hurt really severely. So of course, we have really important reasons for feeling scared, for the younger parts of us for feeling scared about what would happen now if we actually mm. did stand up and say, no, I am not willing for this. Mm. So part of the journey is so often to go back and to actually attend to those younger parts and what did happen for us if we said no, what did happen for us if we really stood in, in that innate power that we all have as human beings and to listen lovingly to, to all that shows up and to know that we are always more than the younger parts of us, that that innate power always sits just a, a moment away from us. And as mothers in particular, I think we have particular access to that. You know, our love for our children in particular can really support us in connecting to that power. You know, if we see our child being hurt or perhaps we see what's happening in the world and we, and we, and we connect with that fire of uh, the, the outrage of these things that are happening. That's part of, you know, to me is that the, exactly as we said, the outrage is part of what, from what we need to express and feel and have heard the fear and the powerless needs to be welcomed so that we can increasingly come to the clear embodied I love your mountain experience of power which is a simple clear I am not willing for this and I am willing for this and I deeply trust this and I sit in this it's incredible incredibly mm. powerful thing to be um you know it's newly coming into the world in some sense back into the world mm. <sighs> yes <laughs> yes I was about to say amen I'm not even religious <laughs> That was about to come from me. Do you know what I'm thinking about as you talk here um, is one of the biggest hurdles that popped up for me when I built my school was I can't do this and who am I to do this because I'm not even a teacher and I don't really even work in education, but I know what doesn't feel good. I've watched my children navigate systems that where they felt deeply disempowered I've um, I've worked in systems. I have worked in secondary schools where I've watched what's gone on. I have seen so much. I've heard so many parents talk about, you know, their children struggling in that system. And one of the biggest obstacles I had to overcome was, well, who am I to do this? And and really, what kept coming up was, well, who am I not to do this? Right? It just takes courage, and it takes a stand for something to say yes. Yes, I, I think it could look different. And I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust that somehow I'm going to be guided and I trust that the right people will come along and um, I believe that it can look different. And and that trust and that faith and also the courage, because it takes courage, but the willingness to say I'm going to take the power and, and create something was huge. And, you know, I really... I'm on the other side of it now and I'm super proud of what we've done, but I really want to say how terrifying it was at many points and how hard it was and also how um, there was so much doubt for me of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know if I can do it. And 
I share that story because I really want anybody who's listening to just know it just takes one courageous step to say, I'm going to step more into a yes, into my power, because I think things should be different. I want to see them done differently, whether that is schooling, whether that is the way you give birth, whether that is the way you're raising your children, whether that is your intimate relationship, whether it is work or a job or whoever you are, then it just takes one bit of courage to say, you know what, if I could write the story of how I want this to look, this is what I'd want it to be. And then you never know the ripple effects of what that is. That's the power of stepping into power is <laughs> to actually go when it's coming from an embodied place. It's pretty incredible what it can do, what it can inspire others to do. And, um, you know, I, I just want to say I'm just like I'm not, I'm not just a mum, but I'm a mum who lives in Melbourne with three kids who is not anything, you know, I only finished year 12. I'm not super educated in any other way except for the fact of uh, saying yes to life and wanting to learn and being willing to look at a story. And I say that just to others to say you can do it too. Like you can t- totally do it. You don't need all the degrees and you don't need um, all that that experience, you can do it coming from a place of, well, what? how do I want this to look and what doesn't feel just for me and what do I want for my children in this world because this is how powerful we are. It starts with one little idea and it starts from coming from a place of saying, I can take a step forward and see what happens. Yes, Lael, I love that. I so celebrate you and I love what you speak to there. And, you know, when I when I look back as well on my journey and I see them as like power portals and how each one builds upon the next one, these power portals. So I think I'm remembering that little me, little 18-year-old me, I thought I was, I thought I couldn't think. And then it's just like each step that I took and each step and each step around the, the choosing a different pregnancy and then different birth and then different parenting and then different... Uh, things around um, schooling and not schooling with my children like each step has built upon the next step so I love what you what you talk about there is like it's isn't it it's it's one step and then another step and then listening to the scared parts and then it's another step what what are we saying yes for what do we stand for what are our values what do we want for our children and I do think that is why as mothers we are so powerful why we actually I think we could change the world tomorrow if we all stood together and said what do we want for our children what we no longer willing to put up for in this world for our children for these young people they're actually needing to then go out and do like I think about Greta Thunberg for example like these young people who are needing to go out and do that what if we also said we uh, you know it's our love for them that gives us our power it's our love for our children that makes us incredibly powerful I think of the the archetype of the the woman able to lift the car off her her child we we literally do have access to that what are you passionate about listeners what are you passionate about what world do you want for your children what world do you not want for them because it's going to be you (laughs) that makes a profound difference in in how that shows up and what turns Mm. what turns how it turns out. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. And to be clear here, you know, we, and and if you've listened to us, you know, we deeply adore and love men. And this is not about what men have or haven't done. It is just, it is a time, I think, where mothers are being asked to stand up 
and and I love it how you put it, Marion. It really is. It is fueled by the love of our children, of wanting them to be safe, of wanting them to have autonomy, of wanting them to have choice, of wanting them to be connected to themselves so they can be who they need to be in the world. You know, this is this is where the desire comes from, and I think it's 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 time. I know we keep saying it's time, if it is, it's time. Yeah. It's so time. Yeah. And wanting them to have a have a world that's that's livable in, you know, that's beautiful and that still has. Mm. You know, birds in the sky. And you know, we that's we're we're so powerful. Our love is so powerful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I wonder. So- as you listen, as you listen, listeners, what, what, what do you feel, you know, how I connect with the birds? Like, what is it that you connect with that you are so passionate about that you mm. so want your children to experience? Mm. What is it that you want for them? Mm. And what is that going to ask of you? What, and that might be in such compassionate ways. It might be one small little thing, mm. it might be writing a letter. It might be saying no to something that you've been willing for them to experience it might be i don't know what it is but there's going to be one step that you're invited to take it could be doing your healing work you know it could be just speaking your truth it could be yeah so many different things that are really all around asking you to stand up and to to step into the truth of who you are Mm, because our children need to to see it and our children need to feel it and the more you do it the safer they feel the more they realize they're powerful it just the ripple effect is huge you know they they are modeled what that could look like and that's that's amazing that's amazing Mm Mm. <laughs> a bit lost for words. Uh, I'm thinking of all the millions of ways this could show up, couldn't it? It might be, it might be a family member that's perhaps tickling your child, and you actually come to, even though you feel really scared to say, "I'm not willing for you to tickle my child anymore," or you mm. know, the, the things that we that we can stand up for, mm. things that we can uh, attend to in ourselves, the powerlessness that we might feel, the fear that we might feel around saying no to more and saying yes to more. Mm. yeah it's really good it's really good Mm. Uh, I I don't I don't know what else to add (laughs) I just feel like just there it is (laughs) that's it you know what I've got um, a necklace which is um my jaguar you know I have a Mm. I've got a rose as well and a heart and uh you know that's for me what I'm so passionate that's for me connects with Mm. me with that is the the black jaguar and the heart and the rose and Mm. so no we also have ways to connect in with our power and our love and our consciousness and you know I wonder what supports you to do that I wonder what supports you Lau to to connect in um you know for me it's um I have this like one minute spiritual practice I do (laughs) because I've been a mum for a long time and I'm like, I ain't got time. <laughs> I haven't got time to meditate for half an hour in the morning. And 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 I've done this for a, for a while now, but like literally my spiritual practice, which reminds me of my power, is every morning I wake up, um, 
I, I put my hand on my heart and I put my hand on my womb and I take a deep breath and I say the words, remember who you are. Mm. And that's it. And then I just kind of breathe for about a minute to come back to when I say remember who you are, what I mean is um, just remember that you're powerful, mm. that you're enough and that you are incredible and amazing in every aspect of yourself just the way you are. I, I think I said this to a client about the remember who you are and they're like, oh, it's exactly like Moana. I think it's Moana, the movie, the, the Disney movie, and I think that's what is sung to her or something. I remember watching it once and it's, I think it is about remember who you are and I was like, yes, well, if that's what it is, then use that. <laughs> I mean, mine perhaps isn't an animated cartoon. It's more about an embodiment of myself but Whenever I feel really wobbly, whenever I feel the doubt, whenever I feel like all oh, this feels scary, I just do that. I come back to that because um, over the years of cultivating that, it's helped me really, really connect in with um, the truth of what power is, which is being in deep alignment with who you are. It's knowing that you're enough. It's knowing you can speak your truth. It's knowing that there's people out there who really love me and see me for who I am. It's okay if not everyone likes me, I'm okay with that. Um, but the the connection I have with my children, my beautiful partner, Mike, you know, my family and friends, and more importantly, the connection to myself reminds me of who I am. And that to me is my um, is my power connection so yeah my one minute spiritual practice is that <laughs> is that <laughs> I'm very good at it now too <laughs> yeah what, what about you Marion what helps you remind you mm, so well connecting with my inner loving mother is always really helpful and particularly things like I'm here with you I trust you and mm. uh, I've got you and, and you've got this so those, those kinds of things I find really helpful mm. I also um uh I have a, but I'm remembering my power and powerlessness in parenting course. And, and I talk about power portals there. And I know for me, one way is actually through my body and feeling powerful in my body. Mm. And I'm really feeling that at the moment I've been doing um, for quite some time connected. I connect with a deep willingness to be really have a really strong body. Mm. Um, it's my 53rd birthday in a, what is the month now? April in a couple of, well, like, couple of months and I, I feel so strong in my body I've been doing this these various exercise things and I I get on my rowing machine every day and I swim in the pool every day all throughout the year which is like quite a new thing for me and you know, I really have a sense that matching the energetic power that that physical actually feeling our physical power in our body as women is so much a part of it and that might be just standing in a tree pose or it might be doing three squats or it might be actually picking your child up or your baby or whatever age they are and actually remembering how powerful you are carrying them on your back um I don't know just just there are so many ways to remember in a really embodied sense how powerful we are if you're carrying an idea my washing machine's broken so I carry all my washing down to my mum's place and instead of, which is what I used to do is if that happened, I'd feel frustrated. And yes, I'd welcome the frustration if it came up, but it isn't here now. It's more like, great, I'm going to carry this big washing and I'm going to connect with my mum and I'm going to be, I'm willing for support from her. And, you know, so all these ways that we are often doing so much of physical stuff as mums, particularly of young children, 
often and dads too but you know again we're focusing on mums too how is there a way to connect with the power that you have in your body and uh, you know yes compassion if you feel powerless or overwhelmed or tired all of those things and these can be ways to help us remember we are physically you know that physically that will energy that power in our bodies to to take action Mm, i love it i love it you've just inspired me to move more <laughs> so thank come you. And join I'm, I'm so I'm, my body has never felt so strong probably not i love that and it's toned and muscly and oh, i'm so happy <laughs> i love it i love it that's inspiring that's inspiring amazing all right well what would you like to what's your offering to to those mothers or parents listening so when right now, are you feeling more connected with powerlessness or power? And whichever you're feeling connected with, I support you in, 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 in being with that. So if you're feeling powerless, um, is there someone, do you have an empathy buddy that you can connect with? Can you talk to someone? Can you journal? Like, is there some way that you can listen to the powerlessness? Because you know, the way I think about it is for any of us who've grown up in domination culture, we probably experienced thousands of times of being told what to do, being coerced, not having our no heard. So of course we are all gonna feel powerlessness feelings as well as powerlessness in present time around not having agency and choice and autonomy. It's so important to be able to, if we're not gonna flip into power over an aggression to actually have support in feeling those, listening to those, getting to have them lovingly heard. Or are you feeling more in your power place at the moment? And if so, what would you like to do? Would you like to run up and down the stairs? Would you like to pick your child up, swell them and dance around the kitchen? Would you like to go and uh, speak something that you've been wanting to speak somewhere? What are you going to do from this place of power? Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, I, w- I was going to say that too, what, oh. what would be a little action you could take. But what I would say then is... Um, what have you been modelled? Again, I always love to come back and go, what, what, what is the story and the imprint that you have received around this? You know, if you were to, to sit down and really look at, okay, well, as a little person, what did I witness and watch around power and what has my imprint and story been and what do I want it to look like now? So that would be my invitation to really look at where that's come from, which ties in so beautifully to the compassion piece that you often talk about, Marion, of being deeply compassionate and gentle with yourself around what you didn't have or perhaps what you did have and, and knowing that all of that can be healed as you move forward so yeah that feels good beautiful all right well yes we're we're gonna go finish writing our books <laughs> so you can look out for those i'm sure we're going to speak about them more soon and we're laughing that we've been holding off saying anything but now we've said it we're like okay now we really have to do it which is that, <laughs> that fabulous no, we don't thing, have to it? do it like, we don't know we do don't it. we are willing to do it <laughs> we're so willing to do it yeah it's really it, it feels actually a real joy and an, an honour to do it. So it's exciting. It's really beautiful to co-create together. It's, um, yeah. it's really awesome. So yeah. we look forward to that coming out whenever the perfect time is right. So thank you, everyone, for, for listening again and, and sharing your beautiful comments and sharing our podcast. It's really beautiful when we see it shared around and and we're so grateful that it's touching people's lives and and helping them connect into who they want to be as parents so thanks for being here everybody Mm, so much love to you 
Thanks for joining us on the Aware Parenting Journey. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Aware Parenting Podcast. You can find more about Lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find Marion at www.marionrose.net. We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey. Thank you.